Bates, Emerson McMillan, uh, Zach Slavitt, and Sam Heldar. Yeah, so we're just going to, like, hop into it. So, guys, what do you think a novel is? Like, what makes a novel? I think a novel is uh, really up to interpretation, mm-hmm. what a novel is, and it can really vary based on what it is. Um, and ultimately, what it comes down to is kind of what the intention is behind it, where, like, I think it doesn't necessarily have to be a work of text. For example, a podcast can be a novel under the right circumstances. I think well, I think that a podcast is like a 21st century novel. Like, what's like a um, a traditional novel? Like, what do you guys think that is? Like, well, kind of going off of that, I think what sets apart a modern novel as opposed to like a more traditional piece of text is um, the medium. So definitely, like you know, a podcast is a great example, and even the concepts and ideas that. The model now, the modern novel tackles, such as the human condition, or more, or more like abstract ideas, such as uh, you know what would happen in like a post apocalyptic future and stuff like that. Yeah, I think another thing, like you were saying, that differentiates a twenty first century novel versus just like any novel is, like Rashad was saying, kind of the human condition and some of those darker aspects of what it can be like to be a human like for example like loss or like struggles like in s-town yeah so like don't you think that our within our class the 21st century novel it kind of like plays on what a traditional novel is so like it shows us new mediums to like what a novel could be like could you even think that like a podcast or even linking in the bible just a script like could even be a novel looked at as a novel yeah, I think probably going into the class, maybe not, but, you know, seeing all those different themes that kind of connect between the different, like, works that we've looked at, um, and, like, the similarities, they definitely feel like they're along in the same, like, type, like, yeah. they're, all, they're all similar. So, you feel like the definition of a novel is, like, it can be many different things, like, it's not just down to one definition? Yeah. Yeah, I think a novel is not so much about how or, like, what it looks like, but rather how it tackles the ideas and, like, the types of ideas it discusses. Mm. I think that's what kind of ties together the broad category of the modern novel. But don't, yeah. you, don't you feel like the novels, like, even the podcast or, like, Lincoln and the Bible, it gives us kind of, like, a perspective that, like, we wouldn't even think of, like, kind of a perspective in, like, a Bardo or, like, give us a different view of, like, how people live lives, like, in S-Town is shown and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I think one thing novels do well is giving us different perspectives of, like, oftentimes the most extreme things, which, in turn, can, like, say things about our lives. Yeah. For sure. And one thing I really enjoyed about, you know, a lot of the novels that we read this year, this class, was, like, the broad... Uh, or the number of uh, perspectives that each book gave us like we were given so many different viewpoints of so yeah. many different characters and it gave us like a better understanding of you know the events of the book and like also the deeper and more profound concepts and themes going on around that play yeah so do you feel like a podcast gives you like a better sense of the characters rather than a traditional novel and stuff like that 
Um, yeah, I think a central part to novels is looking into specific characters and their viewpoints and their experiences. Yeah, yeah. To, to an extent, yeah, I agree. Um, podcast gives opportunity to bring in different perspectives of, you know, the same kind of event or thing, such as this podcast or S-Town. Yeah, I feel like a podcast kind of helps us think into each character's mind instead of like a traditional novel where like we're just looking through characters through an author's viewpoint. Like a podcast gives us like a realistic type of story feel of like how the characters would actually think in their own sense. Yeah, there's also certain things a podcast can do and looking for the part open to that uh, just like a point where the pros can't and uh, it allows you like, Lincoln the Bardo allows you to look right into the characters' minds, and uh, S-Town allows kind of a more dramatiz- dramatization with yeah. the way to reveal things, rather than just words on the text, like words on the page. You know what I mean? Yeah, so do you feel like the Lincoln in the Bottle, the way it was written, was, like, effective, or did it make it more, like, confusing to you? I think I think the new style was certainly a challenge, but I think it was a, a good challenge in the sense that you were forced to think, you were forced to adopt, you know, the mindset of different characters every time we switched viewpoints, and I think that overall contributed to a better understanding of uh, the themes at play. Yeah. So do you feel like with adopting like that script-like feel and we got a chance to write an essay like that, it was kind of like different and made you like so different about the way you can change your writing. The connection with the novel and the characters as well. Yeah, I think another thing novels can do is sort of like make you question like what you value in, for example, Station Eleven. It kind of makes you question how much value we put on like, technology and social media. Yeah. And, like, that's a big thing that 21st century novels can do. Yeah. So do you feel like Station Eleven, being from a post-apocalyptic world, kind of gave you, like, a different sense about life and, like, how things in life always stay with you and what things are important in your life? Yeah, for sure. Um, kind of a lot of what the 21st century novels were doing is kind of, like, questioning how people find meaning, even in, like, they're like dark times whether yeah. it be something like a post-apocalyptic world or just like struggle that like any person or even like you know I think the 21st century is all about like progressive values and like you know um, S-Town does a really good job of highlighting you know 21st century values because we have a really yeah. you know progressive we take the perspective of a really progressive um, voice or author of the podcast and then we also follow, like, the life of um, a gay, you know, kind of redneck. Yeah. So that kind of uh, emphasizes how we're on the brink of, like, two different worlds to, like, the modern world and the old world kind of clashing together. Yeah, so do you feel like uh, the 21st century novel is kind of better than the traditional novel that we've been used to? I think it's just different. Um like, it, it definitely relates more to us, in my opinion, than yeah. some of the novels we've read in the past. Um, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's necessarily better, but just different. Yeah, you just feel like you can't com- really compare the two. Yeah. Yep. 
I'd say it's uh, better in the sense of kind of honing in more modern, modern ideas and frames. This is when we got into the thick of it all. Loss in life, do they coexist? So uh, our main theme is going to be uh, about loss in life and how they coexist together and <laughs> at the same time cross paths with each other in conflicting ways. Uh, anything to add? No, let's get right into it. Yeah. What's the first day? Alright. First day. Well, like, what, what do you guys want to start with? Can uh, loss in life coexist? Can they coexist? I say yes, and the first thing I want to point to is Estan, because I would say that while John was still alive, he had already lost some of himself. And that kind of shows up through the witness marks. As you can see, the, uh, the parts of his life represented through the metaphor of the witness marks with the clocks, the parts of his life that impacted him, whether it be the tattoos on his body or like the consistent mistreatment from the people around him. And like that kind of led to a little bit of loss of self, even though, like even before he died. Yeah. That you need to lose something. Well, I'm just saying, uh, like one can lose their identity without losing their actual life. Or they can lose parts of themselves. No, I feel like it's more of like within life, there's no way around losing. Like you're going to lose yourself throughout life. But yeah, that kind of goes with Lincoln and Bart a little bit. Because yeah. that's kind of one of the main themes of it is like how can you love something when you know you're going to lose it one day? And I mean, if you look at a station 11, for example, they literally lose everything family their previous lives but then they make something out of it through new connections new meanings like for example the traveling symphony it was like a new new form of life meet or like uh, way of your, living your life yeah one quote from station 11 that i think really complicates this idea too is is the quote uh what i mean to say is the more you remember the more you've lost and what that means to me is like the more they remember from their past like, the more that they can now have to remember that they've lost. And, like, what they're saying is losing that memory can actually prevent them from experiencing more loss in their mind. But do y'all think there's, like, an idea of, like, borrowing life, kind mm -hmm. of? I kind of found that... Borrowing in what sense? Yeah, like, in Station Eleven, when Miranda was, like, borrowing a life that she didn't want, like, she was trying to, like, fit into... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a loss of life, like becoming someone you don't want to be. Yeah. Becoming your true authentic self or in avoiding your true self is important. Um, what about the idea of loss in life directly going against each other? Where do you mm -hmm. see that? The really contradict. Where they just yeah, where they go directly against each other. Um, well, there's always the concrete definition. Like, usually when you think of life, you don't think of like gaining something to your life. You don't think gaining the experience you don't necessarily lose. Yeah. Which text do you think is the best? Um, I think 1004 is the best text. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Wait. 
yeah so like basically about having like an idealistic view of like how the world should be portrayed and like like having a futuristic mindset to think beyond like life itself in like a fixed mindset like to think beyond like life as we know it like how the world is shaped because like if you truly think about it life is like losing stuff like because the world is shaped by like failures and disasters and stuff like that so taking the idea of failure and putting it into like a mindset of self-discovery yeah 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 so what like what specifically happened like it was basically the person the main character with it within the book he was like always failing at things and having failure and then like he turned that failure into like self-discovery for himself like finding a new like self you know what i mean like a new like for himself yeah like based off of his failures he like tried to turn that into like self-discovery like he yeah like he turned into yeah like he turned into something that like he didn't envision himself to be like you know thinking beyond like his the life he thought of no, sampling station will about this with the whole forming new society, building off what went wrong the first time around. And then with the whole Georgia flu that was kind of a reset. Exactly that's it. Yeah, um kinda of going back to that question of how they directly intersect with each other or like go against each other, I mean. Um another quote from Station Eleven, Hell is the absence of the people you long for. Yeah. So it's like directly like the, the contrast of loss in life in that like like losing someone can like it's it's literally the opposite it's like it's literally like causes you to lose part of your life yeah but even if you think about it even after you die like just based off of like what happened in lincoln and the Barbarossa, don't you think that like you still have the feeling of like loss of losing something like you think that after your life is over, you wouldn't have like mean, lost. That's the whole premise of the Bardo. Why they can't move on because they're still attached to something because they haven't accepted loss. Yeah, like, through. but do you think after you die, like, you should be able to like, like, go of things, like, finally be free of that? But like, you see, like, people are still holding on to loss. Like, loss is like beyond life if you really think about it. Well, I think that's the whole kind of point of Station Eleven. I'm not Station Eleven. Lincoln and the Bardo is. Uh, a coming to closure with the closure of someone's life yeah. and like accepting that like that person's dead. And do you think you'll ever get on. closure though? Like even after you die? I mean, I don't think it's about getting closure, but it's accepting the fact that there's nothing you can do to get that circle. Like, oh, you're, you're left with like left. I would actually say that that might be kind of a form of closure. And that exactly like yeah. accepting that there's nothing left, like that is closure. And you're gonna make do with even if it's not what you think you will, and even if it's not what you think your closure would look like, that in its own sense is a closure. I don't know. It's just crazy how like you just lose so much in life. Like if you really think about it, we're like, always losing. Yeah. So like, how do you even like deal with that? You know, well, you gotta keep making new experiences. Which comes well, that's exactly loss. loss is a part of life. Like there's no life. You're always loss. Gonna, Lose, you know, time, you know, people, but you gotta make stuff out of that. Yeah, and become, it's like about growth. Like, that's a lot of like, Yeah, growth. that was like shown in 1004, too. And yeah. Station 11, too. Like, yeah. with uh, Javon specifically, lost everything, and he was able to, like, get the life he wanted. He, he backed it better. Some could argue that you 
post-apocalyptic world. The UK found his girl, that made a family, that was passion. So. Yeah. I've been any lost, man. I think it's the last that put him on the path of self-discovery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then there's also the side of what happened with Tyler, where loss can put you on the path of destruction. So, like, do you guys see that anywhere else besides the Tyler example? But what yeah, the juxtaposition of what a loss leads to kind of two different aspects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely stage one. Yeah, definitely. Here's two. Yeah. Um, I don't really see that in 1004. I think 1004 was basically just about. What about S Town? Yeah, S Town. Yeah, I'd say definitely. In what part? It, like, you look at how everything in John's life led to his eventual like death, and how that loss of oh wait, like in a sense, that's oh. loss. Oh my but, gosh, because like of what John like went he through, he he has so much loss, like with uh his self identity, like yeah. not being able to be his true self. That's like made led into like death though. Yeah, and if you look back on it, that's actually crazy. Now it's time to get into a new segment we like to call Palette Cleanser. So we're about to do this segment called Palette Cleanser or whatever. So like we're going to start with a passage for your future. So I feel like the passage that really explains like our future is the passage in station 11 where it was like no more internet no more you know that passage yeah yeah so like you want to just read the passage yeah okay i'll read it so like no more internet no more social Please. media no nervous hopes and photographs and lunches cries for help and expressions of contentment and relationship status updates with heart icons full or broken plans to meet up later Please. complaints desires pictures of babies dressed as bears or peppers for halloween no more reading, commenting on the lives of others, and so doing, feeling slightly less alone in the room. No more avatars. So, which part of that like really like resonates with you the most? If you think about loss in life, and- I mean, I'd say like in our technology like driven world, like a lot of that is stuff that maybe people spend a lot of time worrying about or focusing on. Mm-hmm. But and then in terms of loss in life, I'd say. Like, you could argue that that's actually causing a loss of life and that it's taking people, driving people away from each other. Um, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I feel like there's two approaches to this. You can say that, you know, all your time spent on your phone, now on screen is less time in person with your friends or family or making meaningful connections. The second part to this is that um, the part of the quote that I really resonate with is, no more reading and commenting on the lives of others, and so doing feeling slightly less alone. And with that, I feel like with social media, you're always like in the state of comparing your internal life with the life of others, and it's not even their true lives; it's like what they project on social media. So I feel like, in that sense, it's a loss of life, and it's like taking away from enjoying. Yeah, I think like the deepest thing is like no more avatars. You know, mm-hmm. like. It's just your true yeah, like no more like being fake. Yeah, like, you can be very yeah, different in person. Well, and like kind of what the Georgia flu like gave them the opportunity to do is like 
be themselves. Yeah. And not have to worry about all this technology. So it should be getting home with like. Yeah. It was a new start. A new start. Yeah. Because even one day at the quote, like, they spend all their lives waiting for their lives to begin. Like, if you spend, like, your life just thinking about, like, what it could have been. Because, you know, life, loss is a part of life. So if you just try and avoid loss, then you're, like, watch your life go by or, like, yeah. not be your true self or do what you want to do. Like, you'll end up losing by doing that. There was this one burn station where they, um, I don't know the exact quote, but it was Traverse Days at the airport. And... They were all pretty much every night they didn't know like fire. The first few weeks they'd always have something to say. But as the weeks went by, they just kinda enjoyed each other's presence and company. Like that moment really exemplifies how, you know, technology got in the way of their communication. So yeah. they need to take a step back to really enjoy that idea. Um, how do you see this passage like informing your experience in your life? Like what do you think it's like cause you to question? Of what you spend your time doing, I think maybe even change. I think it causes us to like question, like how things we think are important now really aren't as important as they truly seem. Like it's like showing us that like you just go through so much in life, and what you think is important, like even that part in Station Eleven, the email when he was looking back at the email throughout the book, and he was like reading back on it. He was just like, yeah, like I was really saying this, like I really thought that this was life and this was like cool it's really not as important if you look at the bigger picture and you're about to like lose your life you really think back on things i think it's safe to assume that like we're always in a state of like introspection yeah trying to find out our true selves and as we grow older like, we all realize that technology is kind of an hindrance to do that yeah so what's yeah. like, like something meant to be a tool yeah how can it be like yeah i feel like it causes you to like stray away from like your true self like start following people more like worrying about it yeah because you just want the acceptance yeah Yeah. just from like social media and stuff you just want acceptance and like knowledge yeah and if you really think about it like likes and all that don't mean anything that's why everyone's freaking out because instagram's gonna take away well like you can even apply that beyond Oh yeah, yeah like just the acceptance from that. Acceptance from that. Yeah. yeah. We're like so always seeking so many people are like hung up on one specific college. Okay. So the next part of the segment is a keeper quote. So I think the quote that the traveling symphony had a lot that was like a keeper one is because survival is insufficient. Yeah. That's yeah. that's deep. What I think for like applying this to our own lives, I think what we need to do is rather than having it be because survival is insufficient, since we're not like in a post-apocalyptic world, it's more of like because like yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, like or just like kind of anonymously going through the world. Like, we bought every class without we, making, people. but we've all had moments where we're just kind of going through the day's events. We're not really experiencing, yeah, so we're just cruising through it. We're just we're not really experiencing life or living it. And I think that the whole concept of survival being insufficient is that you need some sort of medium or tool by which you can live through. In this case, it was art, you know, like music, a symphony, human beings. But yeah. 
Yo, art was seen in Tino Four too. Like he used art as like a yeah. Okay, so when looking back at what we talked about throughout today, I just feel like throughout novels, there's always a common theme, no matter if it's a traditional novel or a 21st century novel. And I feel like through the novels that we read within 21st century, we saw a recurring theme in loss in life and that throughout life, there's no way around loss, even after you die in other things. What do you think? For sure. I think a lot of the texts we read this year kind of highlights the dichotomy between loss and life, where you can't have one without the other. You know, from Station Eleven, mm-hmm. we had, you know, you, um, the whole idea of uh, having to use art as a medium to kind of get through life. For sure. So, thanks for listening, guys. Yep, thank you. Uh, Tune in for the next uh, podcast.